It's time for a new adventure. Welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Business. We appreciate all of our listeners and watchers out there who are going on this journey with us to recognize and promote the Lansing 517 area and region. This is your co-host, Amy Zander, and I'm here, of course, with the lovely Lisa Fisher. How are you doing? Fantastic, Amy. We have a snow day today. I know this might record a little bit late, but for you Michiganders, we are tucked safely at home recording podcasts, keeping everybody else on the road safe. Yeah, well, so we have this grand plan that, you know, we're going to be recording at Risky Studios in East Lansing. We did our first three episodes there. And then we, because uh, we're Michigan and we're good at, at, at you know, having a backup plan. We're doing this virtually again, but we still want to make sure we give the shout out to Risky Studios because they are absolutely supporting us and we'll, we will be back in there next week. So just want to give a shout out to that. So what have you been doing around town, Lisa? I hosted an event and I had Gray's Craze come out and they provided these individual packages that were big enough for a dinner for my participants. And it was wonderful. Their homemade hummus, their beet hummus to die for. How about you, Amy? What have you been doing in the community? Before I jump into that, though, I want to let you know that we have Grace Craze coming up on our show in a few weeks. They booked for, they're going to record in March. Yeah. So we get to hear all more about those charcuterie boards. <laughs> I went to Soup Spoon last week for brunch. It's one of my favorite brunch spots in town. It was so yummy. And I love that they have a lot, a few things on their menu that are made with smoked salmon, which is one of my favorite foods. So that was good. Shout out to Soup Spoon. Our guest today is Laura Guild. And until we, we are going to formally introduce you. But before we do that, Laura, what have you been up to lately? I was able to go roller skating at Edrew Skate Park with mm-hmm. my daughter and my two nieces. And let me tell you, I haven't been there probably since the 80s. <laughs> roller skating is much more of a workout than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It was so much fun. They had skates for us to rent, little carts. The girls had never been roller skating or um, even ice skating before. So they had little carts to push and it was so much fun. So much fun. That's good. Was it a, what, did they have a particular theme? Like, was it like... It was not themed. Or? It was over winter break. So okay. it was during the day and I think it was a three hour skate. Very affordable. They had pizza, pop, great music. Um, They even had a few competitions. Again, it was a lot of fun. Sometimes we landed on the ground and we all survived. (laughs) I spent like my early teens in the roller rink in my hometown, like every Wednesday, every Friday. And my kids did that at Edrew on Fridays until they could drive themselves and now they're off doing other things. But yeah, that was huge skating. Good. That's awesome. All right. So now that you've heard Laura talk, we'll have Lisa introduce her. All right. So Laura is one of our amazing local realtors that provides client service experience that is second to none. Being aware of life's cash, she aims to provide simple solutions for real estate needs. Being a top 20% realtor in the Greater Lansing Association of Realtors, congratulations, has allowed her the privilege of servicing a multitude of clients helping to build their dreams one home at a time. Her team of professionals assist her in every transaction, ensuring a smooth, enjoyable experience. So Laura... I know I can say more, but this is your show, your time to shine. Welcome to the show and tell us more who you are and what you do. Thank you. Well, I am a mom. I am a wife. I am a grandma. 
I'm a daughter. I am a Christian. I'm a woman. Hear me roar. Business-wise, I am your local realtor in the greater Lansing area. So I work with Keller Williams Realty. And in my heart of all hearts is um, the service industry and just loving to treat others as well as it can be treated. I just have to say that I just, just like Lisa, I, it's hard for me to believe that you guys are grandmas. Like <laughs> I'm just saying like you, you, you're just gorgeous women and that's amazing. But I just want to throw that out there. I'm not a grandma yet, but I hope to look as good as you do when I am a grandma. My grandbaby is six months old today. Oh, today? I oh I okay. Yeah. It's exciting. Nice. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> what what made you decide to do real estate, Laura? I have an interesting story when it came into real estate. My backstory is I have a degree from MSU in microbiology. Actually, was a molecular biologist for the state of Michigan. And the wonderful thing is, is I was able to be a stay-at-home mom. So it, it was financially feasible for that to happen. And so I certainly transitioned into that. And during that time, we picked up some rental properties. and. It's also when I started to get into social media marketing. So back in 2010, I became a social media marketer and that allowed me to still work at home and then also um, maintain that level of bringing in some form of income because sometimes it's hard to volunteer only at the schools. And so I went from social media marketing and during that time we had some rental properties and then I started doing marketing for an engineering firm. And then as my children progressed in their age, volunteer opportunities continued to go down further and further. I had more time. And so it was my husband who said, Hey, we have some rental properties. You are in the marketing business. Why don't you go ahead and give real estate a shot? And so 2014, I got my license. And one of the questions that people always say is, what does being a scientist have anything to do with like being in real estate? And the truth of all of it really is, is that I get to help people. So at one time I'm working in labs, I, I had to do with tuberculosis, helping to stop sort of kind of that spread. And here what I do is I get to actually help people achieve their dreams. And that is super duper exciting. I love it. I know. Scientist, realtor, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, they really don't go much, they really don't go much, much together. Um, but at, at, again, at the core, when I sit there and I look at really who it is that I am as a person. I am a helper. I have a servant's heart. I like to give. I like to volunteer. And being a realtor, it's so exciting to help people get to wherever it is that they want to go. So one of my examples was I had a client last year and he was trying to find a one-level home, a ranch-style home. And it was very important because his mother was living with him and he couldn't do the stairs. And and so the idea that we're out there and, and we're looking and we're looking and we were able to find it. And, you know, it, and it was just one of those things that I got to help, right? Like I got to help his family achieve what, what that next level was for them. And that's exciting. Same kind of thing when you're helping first time homeowners find that perfect house. Because that's a, that's a lot, you know, it can be a scary, scary and exciting process all at the same time. And there's a lot of things to learn and know how to do. And you, you need the right realtor to kind of help guide you through that. So that's got to be really absolutely exciting too. Do. Yeah. I like to hang, have my hand being held. And so I like to hang on to other people's hands. So when it comes to the buy side, I always meet with everybody. We have, I, it's a buyer's presentation. 
I'm supposed to have it done in less than an hour. And for me, it's an hour and a half. I talk a little bit. But to me, it's important that they know exactly the whole entire process from the beginning to the end. Do they have to remember it? No, that's that's what I'm here for. But to really just be upfront and and to give the knowledge, when is money going to be due? What does this mean? What does that mean? They have there's a lot of misinformation out there. So to be able to be the person who helps guide them along the way is amazing. And then talk about me being someone who like sells that home, right? You you hire me to list your home. That's amazing too. That's really when I get to sell. Um, Very two different hats. People don't always realize that realtors wear more than one hat. But being that marketer, my social media background that I have, all of that different kind of stuff, um, really knowing the truth, their location, where are those parks, you know, really being that local expert really, you know, helps me get their house sold in the appropriate time they want and hopefully for top dollar. I love that. So, so what are some of the things that you do? You said you wear many hats and you just started talking about the knowledge of different things that you as a realtor need to. What are some of the things that really make you stand out as that expert? Yeah. So I believe that truly living in our local 517, I do believe that that helps with the expertise. Having had my purchase, my first home in the 90s has uh, allowed me to, you know, know about home ownership for, you know, 25 years, if not longer. Really having negotiation skills, knowing how to read the actual market. So when we hear on a national level, oh, you know, foreclosures are coming or some of this is coming and that kind of stuff is coming. It's literally learning how to read what is actually happening here locally in the Lansing and knowing that we are very, we're not the same as Detroit. We are not the same as Grand Rapids. We are are specific to the to Lansing. We have the government, we have Michigan State University, we have auto owners, we have GM. Like we we we're different than the rest of the people. And so that is having the knowledge um, through experience. And then also I, I like to say the service side of things. So again, because I like my hand to be held, I really like to hold other people's hands. I I do my best to go above and beyond. Uh, If you haven't moved lately, let me tell you it is stressful. I moved two years ago. Packing is not fun. Knowing that maybe your house is sold and you don't know where you're going adds that next level of everybody's a little bit higher than, you know, emotions are just a little bit there. And so it's just being able to be like, you know what, this is okay. We got it. Having that plan, knowing that being a problem solver, just knowing that I call them hurdles, right? Like there's always a way to get what it is that we want, maybe not in the exact same fashion, but you know, there's always ways to look for win-wins and Yeah, like I said, I just being local about what's happening today in this very specific market. So I met with somebody who hasn't been in the business since 2016. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, you, you don't know, like you have no idea. Well, I think I'm going to price it high because people are going to go shade down. No, wrong strategy. And so it's really living in it every single day, working in it, knowing how you can best, you know, serve your client, whether it is a buyer or a seller. Yeah. And I imagine also staying on top of some of the different financial and lending programs that they have, things for veterans, things for first-time homeowners, things like that. Because uh, you know sometimes people think homeownership is, is out of their reach and it might, it might not be. 
uh, if they can take advantage of some of these programs or qualify for them. So that's probably a big part of it too, staying on top of all that, that stuff that's available. Absolutely. That is, I think, one of the biggest myths out there is that you need a significant amount of money in order to purchase a home. And I'm here to tell you, you don't. Depending on wh- what your, your credit score, you want to know whether or not you're going to buy a home, your credit score and your debt to income ratio matters more than the amount of money you actually have in the bank. So we have a wonderful program, Mishta, Michigan State Housing Development Authority. Right now, they have $10,000 grants that you can use to help you as a down payment. You can use to help with the closing costs. If you don't need the money, guess what? They're offering 6% interest rates. Yes, they are. Um, it's super duper crazy. Of course, you have to qualify. So I, I tell people that I can connect them with the right lenders. Lending is not my area of expertise. My area of expertise is definitely getting them to the close table, but you are correct. There are some lenders. I know of a lender right now that will give you 3% for free. You don't have to pay it back. Michelle, you'll pay back any of that $10,000. I know one lender. I know another lender that will give 3%. You can get that money for free, but you have to make your payments on time for five years. Being connected within all those different kinds of programs is definitely an important thing to do. And again, my job isn't to know all of the ins and outs. My job is to direct you to the appropriate person who can help you. And I definitely say connected so I can do that work on behalf of my clients. Buying habits, right? Our buying habits have changed over the years. And when we start thinking about some of these new home people that are starting to look at home ownership and buying, what have you seen transition in the period of time that you've been selling real estate and how people like to buy homes? Yeah. So the biggest transition I've been seeing is really the internet is your fir- is the people's first look. So everybody is looking online first. And so if, you're, <laughs> if your realtor isn't using professional photos, I'm just telling you, they're really missing out on your very first impression. COVID has really changed things because what COVID has allowed was, I believe it sort of kind of opened up the world to the idea of Zoom, right? How we are meeting here, that we don't always have to meet face-to-face. And so by allowing that, some employers are allowing people to maybe not come in all the time. So that home office space has definitely become more important. So I would say we're seeing that more than we are seeing those formal dining rooms. Hmm. Um, We're not always seeing in the new bills, the dining room and the living room. We're just seeing one open great room allowing for more of an entertainment space. The home buyer in general, if you have land, you are really wanted. Um, Again, and I think that goes back to COVID with the idea of people being able to want the space, feeling like they could only stay at home. Well, now I need an acre so that way if I'm stuck at home, I can at least walk a little bit of my property. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So when you start thinking about our area, our local economy, our local area, what do you feel is one of the biggest advantages that you have as a realtor in the Lansing? You shared we're different than Grand Rapids. We're different than Detroit. What do you feel is one of our, our home base advantages? I love the Lansing area because we are a city. And at the same time, I'm sorry, people, we are not a city. Let's be real. We are super duper small, but we can get everywhere within 20 minutes. And again, I think the fact that we are so cushioned with having the state government, with having Michigan State University, one of the most amazing universities, 
We have wonderful parks. We have wonderful state parks. I mean, I like to say when you're in, in Lansing, you can get to anywhere once you get to the highway within 20 minutes. If you go to other metropolitan cities, it's taking you 40 minutes, if not longer. And so I feel like we actually, for being a city, when I think of Lansing, although it is a city, it's more of like a town. And I think that that actually works as an advantage towards us. Yeah, I agree with you. I know, I know that like, like me, uh, Laura, you live on the West side, right over here in Grand Ledge. And I hear all the time, Grand Ledge is so far. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not that far. <laughs> no, it really isn't. I love that. Cause where I live, like I'm on the outskirts of Lansing and DeWitt. So I'm in DeWitt Township, but I have that land. But then I can beat a Meyer in less than five minutes. <laughs> so That's very winning. A very, very winning. Yeah. And I think that we have, I think we have a lot of that. And I also believe that we have a lot of like just great communities within, you know, online communities that again, that 20 minute travel time to get from point A to point B allows for, I believe, tighter community within our area. I was interested to see on your form that you filled out that you've got some ways that you pay it forward. And you said earlier in the show that you have a a servant heart and a giving heart. So do you want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you do in that area? Yeah, absolutely. So again, we'll sort of kind of go back to, you know, where, where, where my life was. So as a kid, I've always liked to volunteer. I've always liked to be involved just in general with things. So whether it was church youth group or orchestra, going out, knocking on doors. Um, and as I transitioned into momhood, it allowed for a lot of volunteer opportunities. I, you know, you're in the classroom, you can be the class mom. I was a soccer mom. I coached as many as five teams in one season and all of this kind of stuff to give back. And then as I've tradition, as I've transitioned in age, some of those opportunities have, you know, continued to go away. And so here I am. And how is it that I can pay it forward? And so one of the things I've implemented within my business at KW is if you have a closing with me, a portion of my commission will be donated into a charity of your choice in your name. And the whole entire thought of this was sometimes people don't think to give. And as someone who is a giver, that thought is like, what? You've never even thought that perhaps this. And yet I heard that and I paused and I thought about it. And I was like, wow, it it was literally one of those aha moments. And so what I get to do is they're presented with a sheet. It has some of my favorite organizations. Ellie's Place is, is one of my favorite organizations. Teddy's Tournament, my admin, Beth, my client care specialist, her son is deaf. And so there's an organization that has to do with hands for the deaf. And then, so we get to share about what's important to us because maybe you didn't even know they existed. And then at the same time, you have your own, we're, we're okay with giving, you know, giving back and, and, and doing, you know, wherever you want that money to go towards too. So it's really creating that conversation because interestingly enough, I don't know that that conversation is always being had. That's like twofold and, and brings up another point too, especially if you're working with a family who's mo- who's just moving into the area for the first time, you're also highlighting and shedding some light on some of the organizations that they wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily know about because they're just moving in here and that they can get involved in. So that's, I really like that. That's a really thank good you. model. Yeah. yeah, thank you. 
It is one that I've wanted to do, and I will be very honest, it's taken me a while to implement and excited that it is here and going strong. So I also saw that you have the opportunity to write in a local magazine. You want to tell us about that? I do. Yeah. So there is a magazine that's called More to Your Door. It is currently, it started in DeWitt, went out to St. John's and then navigated its way into Grand Ledge. So the story goes this. I got this newspaper, this magazine, More to Your Door, open it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this More to Your Door, his name is William Steffen. He is the, the creator of this, talks about the positive things that are happening specific to each community. It, it is all about positivity. And as soon as I opened up that pamphlet, I was like, I need to be a part of this. It is all about spreading good news. So I called him. Interestingly enough, if you Google More to Your Door, he's not found anywhere online. I know, but you can. I, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like, um, you know that you're nowhere online. He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. So, so I, I was able to connect with him. And, you know, I just said, I love everything about what you're doing. And then it, we sort of ended our conversation. And then I thought, I need to, I need to be a part of how, <laughs> how, how to spread the good news. So I called him back and I said, Hey, I would love the opportunity to write about nonprofits that we have here local. And so I said, can I do that? And so he said, yes. And so I am super duper excited. So what I get to do is one time a month, I get to write about a nonprofit that is having something. I actually have a one appointment at one o'clock today. I am meeting with the Grand Lodge um, Opera House Historical Society. They are doing something. And so he reached out to me. So that will be like my call to anyone who is out there. If you have a nonprofit, even if you don't have a nonprofit, but you just need help, you're doing good in the, the neighborhood, let me know about it. I can come meet you up. And by that, it, it fills so many buckets. It gets to spread the good news. It gets to hopefully help that organization. And it helps me learn about all the good things that are happening as well. So just to clarify, is it one magazine that covers all these areas or is there individual magazines like one for Grand Ledge, one for DeWitt? Yes. Yes, yeah, you are okay. correct. Yeah, okay. they're individual. So okay. the, the DeWitt magazine is very specific to DeWitt, what is happening in DeWitt. The St. John's very specific to what is happening in St. John's. And then Grand Lodge is very specific to what is happening in Grand Lodge. And so I get to focus primarily on Grand Lodge. With that being said, I will tell you the article that is coming out in the February issue Interestingly enough, there's not a lot of fundraisers happening actually in January and February, and especially local in, let's say, the small town of Grand Lodge. So that one I was able to write about and forgive me because I can't remember the name of the exact organization, but they uh, are doing a comedy night and they are raising funds for the Lansing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Lisa shaking her head. Yes. They are raising money for the Lansing Police Department and the Explorer Program. And so it is something not specific to Grand Lodge, but again, it's a 20 minute drive to downtown Lansing. Not a big deal for me to be able to write up on that. And so that is actually happening in February. It is a comedy. All of them, they're selling um, alcohol. All of the money, it's a 21 and over show, show. All of the money that is being raised will go back here towards the Explorer program. The Explorer program is something for Clinton, Eaton, and Ingham counties. For those, I think it is 14 years up to 20 who are interested in going into that law enforcement. Hmm. And so maybe they want to sort of kind of figure out, is this the right spot for me? Is it not? And then any excess money 
let me pause. Some of the people who are in this Explorer program perhaps can't buy the appropriate shoes. Perhaps they can't buy the appropriate things to even participate in the Explorer program. Ooh. So the money is used to help those who maybe don't have the access to those kind of funds. Any money that is left over will get donated um, directly back to our veterans. And so all of the money is being is being given back. None of it is, you know, being held by a nonprofit's, you know, going further up the line. It sounds like the guy who started this More to Your Door magazine would be a good guest for our show. I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah well, person, he's amazing. Well, since you have the in for him, since he's not online, you can let him know. <laughs> you, can, you can let him know that, you know, we're interested in having yes. him on our show. Yeah, better. absolutely. You got, yeah, he, you will, he does a, PIF award, a pay it forward award to each community. The, the guy has a heart to spread good news. Like I said, as soon as I saw, I was like, I need to be on this person's, you know, I need to be on the train with this guy because he's yeah. doing great things. Do you work for Michigan State University? Are you looking for solid retirement planning advice? Reach out to Dave and Nick hosts of the Kitchen Table Finance Podcast and Certified Financial Advisors. They specialize in the unique benefit plans offered by MSU and how to capitalize on all you have available to you through your investments. Sure, you can glance at your package once a year and check some boxes, or you can make your money work for you. Find out if you're getting everything you could be with your MSU retirement plan by contacting Shotwell Rudder Bear Financial Planners at srbadvisors.com. Or simply search for the Kitchen Table Finance Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Kitchen Table Finance Podcast, hosted by Shotwell Rudder Bear Financial Planners. So what do you got going on for 2024? What's your next thing? So this is sort of kind of the thing that if people were to look at my Facebook profile, they wouldn't necessarily know. This is sort of kind of, you know, not completely all public knowledge, you guys, whoever's listening will be some of the first to know, private people know. In 2024, I am excitedly doing a nonprofit in honor of my son, Everson Giles. The Ev Effect, EV, his name was Everson, so Ev Effect will be going. And this has been a dream that has taken me a while to get to. This has been a spot that continues to provide hurdles, mostly internal, I would say. And yet I continue to make the positive steps forward. We don't have, we filed, we don't have an EIN number. We are still very fresh and new, but I do believe that it's going to be powerful and it's going to be impactful and we're going to continue to do good in the community. And so my understanding is that the, the mission of this nonprofit that you're starting is to create givers, the next generation of givers, right? Absolutely. The idea is my son created this book, Everson Giles Guide to Being Awesome. <laughs> and it was six pages long. And so those are our core values. It is, you know, do you have anything nice to say? Then don't say it. Our core value, speak positive language. You know, are, are you inviting everyone? If not, you're hurting their feelings. You know, it's Aww. to be in yeah, it's to be inclusive. You know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Okay, you're cool. You know, if you see someone hurting, you know, go over there and help them if they're hurting. Last line was have fun and be who you want to be. Mm. Um, and so those are those are sort of kind of those guiding principles. Back in 2017 is the year he passed away and the 1718 school year that 
fall, a group of middle school teachers came together. They included myself and my daughter who was still at middle school. And they created the, and I'm going to read it, the Everson Guild Grand Ledge Middle School Comet Pride Spirit Award. And so they created this award. And what they were looking for was other students who demonstrated Comet Pride. Comet Pride being positive, respectful, integrity, determination, and effort. So if you were a student that was in the middle school and you and you portrayed these because I believe that Everson did, then you were a recipient of that award. During COVID, everything shifted online. So some of that sort of kind of backed away. And a teacher reached out to me and was like, Laura, I think this is great. And I still want to sort of kind of push it forward. What can, what can we do to push it forward? So we got to brainstorming. And the idea was, if you are a recipient and, and, and you got this, then, then you were already on your path to being a giver. So how can we help you to become an even greater giver? How can we help you to start to expand that mindset very specifically? specific to middle schoolers. And so where we're at now is each recipient is given a budget of $500. And we ask that they create a presentation and how they wish to actually pay it forward within their Grand Ledge community, very specific. And so while we are starting off in Grand Ledge, I will be very open and honest with you. I hope that as we fine tune this, that it can continue to grow and, and continue to help teach people how to, you know, be givers and really start inspiring the minds. Yeah, you're inspiring just listening your your enthusiasm and your your you. just yeah, your giving heart is very very apparent. With that being said, we did talk a little bit before we started recording and Lisa and I always ask if there's somebody in the area that you want to connect with that we can try to help connect with and you have you have a good ask. So, let Thank us know. You. Yeah. So when my son passed away, we very proud to say we were able to go to Ellie's place and Ellie's place has impacted my life and my whole entire family's life excessively gratefully. I have so many angels. I will be very honest, tons and tons of angels that have helped guide me to the place in which I am. And so one of my dear friends who did 5Ks, she was like, Laura, you go to Ellie's place. Do you want to do the 5K? And I was like, okay, well, guess what? Now that's a family tradition. It's amazing how, you know, a little snowball, that little domino, then gets the next one. So with that being said, I know I have spoke to the director of Ellie's place, but I've never been connected with her on more of a nonprofit to nonprofit level. And so um, whenever I've spoken to her, it's always been about, you know, how has Ali's place positively impacted mine? I know that she knows that about me. But what I really loved the availability to do is just really learn from, you know, how this nonprofit works, because I, I, I don't need to rewrite the wheel, rewrite the wheel. That's not right. But I don't need to reinvent the wheel. And then at the same time, when it comes to the Ebb effect, you know, we talked about like that, you know, how we can get back to the middle schoolers. There, there's a second portion of that is really about how can we create the next generation of givers. And it's really by offering up volunteer opportunities. So again, as you heard my story, my volunteer opportunities started to go away because I was, I guess, in a sense, using my children as my ways in which to volunteer. And there are a lot of people out there who want to volunteer. And there's a lot of children who want to yeah. volunteer and they're not volunteer opportunities. So what I'm really looking for, especially with that partnership, hopefully with Ellie's Place, is I want to volunteer to create like handmade cards 
or crafts to where we can be the people who are adding that sparkle, whether it be someone who's grieving, whether it be someone who is just going through a hard time, whether it be, you know, someone has cancer, like whatever it is, how can we be that sparkle? And a five-year-old knows how to color. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and sparkle. They know also how to sparkle. Glimmer of hope. So yes, my ask would be, you know, to connect um, so I can continue to learn and grow and see the right way in which to do things. Yeah. And Lisa is like just she's also sparkling and glowing because this is one of the places where she shines. She's like one of the ultimate connectors in Lansing. I feel like she knows everybody and we have had Ellie's place on our show too. So I am sure that as soon as we're done recording, Lisa is going to make that connection. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Laura, this has just been so fun. It's been such a great opportunity to learn from one of the Greater Lansing Association of Realtors, top 20% realtors. And one of our region's biggest hearts for contributing to others and paying it forward. And I look forward to reading more of your articles. Is there anything that you haven't shared before we wrap up that you would like our listeners to hear? Yeah, I would like to sort of kind of just say, and it it goes back to if you ever have the tragedy or you have this big change, or if you have anything at all like that, and you, and you lose your why, you don't, you don't really necessarily know where your next step is going to be that's okay. It's really okay. And if at any given time, all you can ever do is breathe, that's okay. So I think that, you know, in a world that is continuously moving fast, in a world that's continuously pushing people to achieve their goals, you know, to be the best be you that you can be, I would just want people to know that wherever you are at, it's okay. And you're going to be okay. Laura, thank you. I'm sure there's lots of people that need to hear that for sure. Absolutely. Yes. So this has been a great episode. I recently just met Laura at the event that uh, Lisa was talking about earlier with the Grace Craze. And uh, you you lit up that room. We were doing painting and stuff. And I was like, I need to talk to this lady some more. <laughs> so I'm glad you're on our show. Absolutely. So uh, Lisa, what I know you know Laura pretty well. Um, you guys go back. But what, what have you learned on this show today? I have learned that she can roller skate still after all these years. <laughs> right. But, you know, validating her, I get the opportunity to validate what she speaks is what she walks. And mm. so to be able to hear her share her heart and her story and the things that she's pass- passionate about and helping others and serving others, it's the real deal. So that's what I, I get to validate. How about you? What did you learn, Amy? Well, I learned a lot of things today because I don't know Laura as well as you do, uh, but now I feel like I know her a little bit better. I learned about this More to Your Door magazine. I mean, I live in Grand Legend. I don't think I've ever seen this. So I, I, I will yeah. say that if I recall, you're a Delta Township. Yes. And so this is going very specific to the 48837 zip code. Okay. Well, and and some and there's some of us that want him to get up into that four eight nine one seven zip code. And so who's to say that that's not the next spot that we get to take him? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to getting my my hot little hands on a copy of that. I want to see it for sure. So thank you so much. This has been great. And I am so excited to see what you're doing this year with your nonprofit and the connections that you make and the people that you help. And uh, thank thank you. Thank you for your giving heart. And thank you for spreading the word that 
that giving is a thing that people can do and reminding them of that. Thank you. Thank you. It was a joy. I appreciate both of you guys. We appreciate you too. Thank you to our listeners for joining us on another adventure. Again, if you want to uh, find out more about Laura Guile, the realty, you can go to her website, which is teambuild.kw.com. And of course, we'll have the links to how to connect with Laura and all the things that she's doing on the show notes for this episode. We want to give another shout out to Risky Studios. Thank you for your support in our in our efforts here, especially on this, this snowy day. And uh, if you like this podcast, if you enjoy it, if you care about Lansing, tell a friend, tell a couple friends, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. We would really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. You can uh, get new episodes. They come out every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast or at our YouTube channel. We hope you have a great day. And as always, please go out and make it an adventure. This is a Xenia Media Production.